0: Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting the fing ring on our finger. Yeah. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips.
1: Uh, I'm Molly Bay.
0: Today is. Jesus, what is today? August 13th. August
1: 13th. Oh, 30 days till kickoff.
0: 2020. 31 days to kick off. Is it is? Yeah, according to my calculations um, okay you know, okay oh you, you do have it up at least you know me and math man we just never go wrong ever. It's,
1: it's hard <laughs> oh my gosh uh, 31 days
0: 31 days and it
1: does feel like it's really gonna happen it's getting real
0: it feels like it's right around the corner i saw a thing saying that uh there was a hard knock show on what i know did we miss it
1: I guess we did. What, HBO or something?
0: I don't know. We need to look into it's that.
1: It's going to be a weird one. There were two teams, right? Wasn't it uh, the Rams and San Diego, I think? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, not so, San Diego.
0: We are so out of touch, man. I know. Uh, this is just... the
1: first time in forever we've ever done this. I know.
0: I know. Well, you know, it's been a screwed up year to say least. I idea. don't know. We
1: were kind of like this when Lovie came in.
0: Yeah. We yeah. were a
1: little despondent. You're not this bad. Yeah, that's true. Got an Uh,
0: interesting show for you tonight. We've got...
1: We got a lot to catch up on. It's been so long since we did one.
0: We have a lot to catch up on, too. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, the uh, The, preseason practices that are going on. Training
1: camp. That's what we normally call that. (laughs) That's how out of touch you are. (laughs)
0: What did I say? Preseason training camp. Pre I say, you know, pre-s- I say
1: training. preseason something. Anyway, Same close thing. enough. I knew what you meant. I Everybody speak, knows what I meant. I speak Ralph.
0: You also speak wife, and you have to correct me every
1: <laughs> chance you get. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Uh, let's see. We've got. Uh, we'll talk some uh, COVID news, of course. Can't go anywhere, anytime without talking about COVID. So we got that up in our football business. We've got uh, some Demar Dotson news. Demar, I know poor Demar.
1: I mean, not poor Demar, poor Buccaneers.
0: Yeah, uh, of course we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, Tom Brady.
1: We got some news about the home opener.
0: Akeem Spence is on our radar again. Who? <laughs> uh, we might touch a little bit on the Washington football team. Some news going on there. Some op- opting out. We actually had a player opt out. We'll touch on that.
1: We did. We and ha- um, we made some roster moves.
0: Got some XFL stuff coming at you. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Okay. He's gonna be up in our podcast, not on an interview, of course. I mean, that'd, be, that'd be that'd be nice, but <laughs> uh, maybe maybe a little bit nicer for some. <laughs> but anyhow, got a big show for you tonight. First things first. Fact checks and follow-ups. This is a follow-up. Now, we had talked on the last podcast we did about 17 years ago. We brought up the question we always seem to bring up, who votes on these stupid things? And I think it was the NFL Top 100 we were discussing. And, of course, we know it's the players. But we were, is there any, anybody else? Does the media do it? Because most of these lists you know, Pro Bowls and the AP list and all that stuff. They're done by the media. And I was wondering if the media had any involvement in the NFL Top 100 list. Come to find out, no, they don't. But I did find some interesting information on it. Of course, all the information I found out on it is from 2013. Couldn't hmm.
1: find much. Nothing current. They, they've
0: changed any of this, yes. But... uh Okay, all players receive a ballot. All current NFL players receive a ballot to vote on the NFL Top 100. Now, they get this val- ballot in November, and they have until April to turn it in. So wow, November how many
1: April. people lose it? But to- I mean, I'd lose it in, like, the first week. <laughs> I
0: know you would, too. Keep
1: it until April? <laughs> Jesus. Well,
0: that's the thing. In 2013, only 28% of the players voted.
1: Wow. Only 481
0: players. <laughs> Now, they do this at the same time. They pass the ballots out at the same time as the Pro Bowl ballots so that they could just do them together. But here's the way it works. Each player can only list his top 20 players in the league. The top-ranked player on his list earns 20 points. The second-ranked player earns 19 points and so forth and so on. It goes down the list. And then that's how they do it. Now, the list has one major rule, and that is retired players are not eligible even if you played last year you're not eligible for the top 100 list like uh uh Eli Manning he retired in 2019 or was it 2018 2018 he could not have been on the 2019 list even though he had played in the previous season okay so you can't you can't which is kind of messed up because you know that happens a lot where guys will vote and say, hey, you know, a lot of people probably voted for Eli Manning. Well, maybe not a lot of people. but
1: Yeah, I mean, if they get the retiring. ballot in November and they turn it in right, right? away yes. and don't lose it the first week.
0: Right. And and they say that's a, an issue they have with it. It's with anything is, uh, you know, you, you have a good week or whatever. Everybody's like, oh, you're awesome. And so guys would send in the ballots early and say that this person was great. And then they get injured. Don't even play for the rest of the year or something like that. So that's why that's one of the reasons why we have such a screwed up list. That's one of the reasons why Levante David is 100th on the list.
1: I'm He's happy stated. that he made the list. Yeah, Has he ever made it? I don't think so. That's a good uh, follow-up.
0: follow-up. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, yeah, one of the things that I've said about this list, the way they they should do it, if they're going to have the players be voting – it should only be the players that have played against these people. Like, you can only vote for the people you've played against. If I'm in the, the NFC South, and I never play against Ben Roethlisberger, I've never played against him, how can I say he's the best? You, you should only be able to vote for the people that you played against.
1: Uh, I don't know that I really agree with that. Well,
0: be, well in football, like in any competitive sport, That is mano a mano or people playing against each other. It's all about your competition. You know, if you don't have good competition, you could dominate. Right, but
1: I don't think that you need to compete against somebody to be able to appreciate their talent.
0: Yeah, but I'm I'm trying to get this as fine-tuned as possible, you know. Make it the perfect list.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, in a perfect <laughs> world, yeah. I get it.
0: But that's the fun thing about these lists, and it happens all the time with all the lists. It, it's one of the reasons why fans like them so much, I think, is because it just gets you irate. You're like, what? It's why a, is my quarterback reaction. I, I mean, they did. They had, they had Tom Brady. I think he was number eight this year or
1: something. No, he was like not Twelve. even in the top ten.
0: Wasn't in the top ten. You know, he's the only one that's gotten three top number ones.
1: He deserves it.
0: He sure does. He deserves everything. He deserves (laughs) another Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. We're going to get it. Oh, I did have another fact check that a YouTube commenter left.
0: Okay. Which I
1: didn't like the tone of the comment. (laughs) I'm just going to lay that out there. Uh, Shady McCoy was injured last year in the playoffs. Oh, okay. So we were talking last year, or last episode, about how he doesn't... He's not that injury prone, but he did miss playoffs oh, okay. with an injury. Okay. But And then I listened to his press conference the other day, and he said that I guess he got benched like midway through the season in Kansas City. So he didn't play a whole lot.
0: Yeah, he was basically like he is on our team. He's just kind of there for yeah. backup, veteran, yeah
1: presence
0: veteran presence uh i'd like to thank our latest apple raider didn't get his name gave us five stars i do appreciate Woo! that he said great podcast stays on sports yes that's what we shoot for <laughs> here
1: that's the goal
0: yes so we do appreciate that if you do get a chance go to apple and uh leave us a five-star review or, or just five star review.
1: no don't Whatever. leave one star.
0: No, no one star
1: <laughs> they hurt my feelings
0: she's sensitive
1: <laughs> i am sensitive
0: <laughs> we do appreciate that. You want
1: to talk about roster moves? Sure.
0: What you got going on over there?
1: We waived MJ Stewart oh, from the right? secondary. Oh, yeah,
0: man. That that really came out of nowhere. Yeah,
1: honest. kind of. I don't know when all the deadlines are as far as roster moves, because it's kind of a weird year.
0: Yeah. I but can't keep track of anything.
1: I can't either. I should have looked that up. But he was picked up by the Browns off of waivers.
0: Oh, well, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. So
1: he's got a job.
0: You know, we had talked about that, you know, our starting lineup. And I think I had said, I don't think A.J. <clears throat> Stewart's going to make, make it as a starter. Not sure. I'm going to have to go back and look at that. And if I find out I was wrong, I'm just not going to mention it again. <laughs> because I like to act like I know what I'm talking I know.
1: about. We also reinstated Keyshawn Vaughn from the COVID-19 list.
0: Keyshawn.
1: Keyshawn, we re-signed wide receiver Jaden Mickens, who I have never—I didn't even know we signed him. I don't know who that person is.
0: Not only did we not know we signed him, we didn't know we re-signed and him. We, exactly. we still don't know who he is. I don't know who he is. We probably shouldn't even bother because uh, there's no way he's gonna. It's make hard a team. with
1: the receivers, especially the ones on the bubble like that, because we're so—we have so much talent at receiver. It's kind of like they're yeah. all fighting for yeah, 3, like, 4, and like, 5. It's like six. our tight end group. I mean,
0: yeah. nobody is going to get in that tight end. Room. I know. Yeah. We, we've got way too many tight ends.
1: Exactly. Did
0: did we ever find out if we got a new director of analytics? I know uh last time we talked, we we were the Bucks are only one of two teams in the NFL without an analytics staffer.
1: Yeah, it's I think currently. we just hired that woman.
0: We're totally unprepared.
1: I, no, I spent a lot of time. You speak for yourself. You're, you're, you keep asking questions that you don't know the answer to. You're not prepared for my questions. How about that? Now we're a bickering married couple. <laughs> Whatever he wants to hear. Um, I think we did, but we'll do a follow-up on that one.
0: Okay, write that down. Write it down.
1: We also waived wide receiver Travis Johnson, who I also did not know was on the team. Hmm. That was the most recent roster move we've made. And as you alluded to earlier in the podcast, we did have one player opt-out offensive lineman, Brad Seaton.
0: Brad Seaton opt-out. He was a considered a high risk, so he's getting $350,000.
1: And good for him. I think it makes sense for him, especially when you're an offensive lineman that's kind of on the bubble like, at, we don't know, is he going to be a practice squad guy? Is he going to be depth? And so it makes sense for him. And then, you mm-hmm. know, his contract is put off for a year, so he'll be back next year. Good for him. I mean, uh, how much did you say? 350000 350000 Nothing to shake his st- Not? <laughs> What's the saying? <laughs> I can't remember. Just make one up. Nobody cares. <laughs> Uh, not too bad. I mean, I'd be okay with taking a year off and getting Forget- paid three hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, you know. I would have to think about it a little bit. Would you really? Yeah. Apparently, there was some stuff going on about racism in the Iowa football program, which that's where our uh, new tackle Tristan Wirfs is from.
1: Uh, mm. He has
0: declined to comment on it, but apparently, the coach uh, Kirk Ferentz has said there's said some racist stuff, which is so easy to do anymore, you know. So. Uh, but Tristan Wirfs has apparently said, "I'm not stepping in that pile of dog, dude." Yeah, I don't blame him.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't want to either. It's just why get dragged in, dragged into it? Like you're yeah. not there anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah, move on, man.
1: You're
0: yeah, and bigger and better things.
1: Exactly. You want to talk about Demar?
0: Yes. All right, Demar. Demar uh, <laughs> our previous longest tenured Buccaneer player. He had been with us for what eleven years.
1: I think so. The right
0: tackle. He was a walk-on right tackle and eventually got the starting role. He's He's got the coolest
1: story. Mark Cook did a really good good. good write-up on him when he left.
0: Yeah, which I really appreciated. It was a good piece. It
1: was a a really interesting tribute to him. And apparently he played one year in college as, I think, a defensive lineman. And he also played basketball in college. Yeah, he's huge. So, he's six foot nine, right? Yeah, six. Yeah, 6'9"? Six, nine, six,
0: nine. foot. Yeah,
1: just a giant. Yeah, just a
0: giant of a guy.
1: And um uh, he was a walk on. At the Bucks practice, he had never played offensive tackle. He came with an old pair of basketball shoes.
0: Didn't somebody have to give him a pair of shoes? I cleats? think so. Yeah. yeah,
1: and they didn't have any in his, in his size. size yeah. yeah, I think the team <laughs> provided him with a pair of cleats. And the biggest they had was like way too small. So he ended up in the basketball shoes and made the team. And then Shiano made him a starter. And he's been starting at right tackle ever since.
0: Yeah, so let me see. That was Shiano did that in 2012, 2013. 12. 12. Okay, so he's he was our starter for eight
1: years yeah
0: seven years eight years that's awesome
1: i know yeah i I really
0: hated to see him leave me too
1: i mean it was time you don't really blame the team for that uh you know a i think he's 34 year old tackle he's getting there i mean he had an okay season last season right it wasn't
0: yeah no i mean it wasn't horrible he, he's just the biggest issue with him, I thought, was injuries. Yeah. You know, he, I, I don't and know. And that doesn't ever, get
1: better as they age either. And he
0: never really got bad injuries, but he was constantly knee, hamstring, yeah. stuff like that, you yeah. know, which would knock him out for a couple games. Or, you know, a lot of times it was during the game.
1: You know, right. He
0: would leave during the game. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna miss Demar, and he has landed in Denver.
1: Denver. He signed a three million dollar contract. Oh, really? it's um four hundred thousand guaranteed, and then it's got incentives.
0: Oh, okay, so four hundred thousand. Yeah, That's and good. he never made a lot here when he was with us. I think uh, <laughs> a million and a half, two million. Again, I'm just winging this stuff.
1: <laughs> no idea. He, he, he
0: I don't think he ever made more than $2 million a year with us, which was crazy because, you know, he's been playing with us for all these years. He's been a, a staple in that right tackle position. And then Donovan Smith comes in and gets what did he get.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: $12.5 uh, million? $12.5 last year. <laughs> you know, the dotson has got to be going, man, I, I should have been left tackle.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. Now, you know, all right, I'm a fact checkie right now. I got his contract with the Bucks. It was a five and a half million average salary
0: with Donovan. No, I with, mean Demar. Yeah, with Demar. Really, five and a half million. Yeah.
1: So his last contract he signed in 2016, it was a three year, sixteen and a half million dollar deal. So, I mean, he didn't do so bad.
0: Oh no, dang! I thought it was a lot worse than that. Name off the his yearly contracts or what he got every year. Not every year, at least the past few years. All
1: right. Let me see. Uh, Spot Rack changed up their layout. Okay. I can't do it. Okay. It's not working. All right. <laughs> I don't know. What's well, if
0: you're really interested in that, uh, go look it up yourself. How about that?
1: So Denver, they had the, their right tackle, Jawan James, opted out. So DeMar would op- offer depth, and I think he might be able to get a starting job. Uh, per pewter report, Eli, this is a quote, Elijah Wilkinson was projected to start in James' absence, but Dodson should be expected to supplant him if he can pick up the offensive scheme quickly. So.
0: Okay. So you go. Good for you, DeMar.
1: Which that's what he wanted. He wanted a starting job. Wow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. I guess he's not done yet. The BA had a press conference today, Tuesday. And there were some interesting nuggets in there. Actually, I have a whole lot of notes from it. Uh,
0: Lay them on us. What do we got?
1: Scott Reynolds, this is a good segue, um, brought if up. If you don't say so yourself. <laughs> brought up that, you know, Tristan Wirfs at right tackle would be going up, up against Cam Jordan week one. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah.
0: That's okay. You know what? Like, the,
1: welcome to the NFL, buddy.
0: The Saints aren't going to have any sta- fans in their stands for um, week one, mm-hmm. you know?
1: That's what I was going to cover with the home opener.
0: Oh, oops.
1: So we already talked about that. We don't have to talk about it. Um, So Scott Reynolds asked if Tristan was going to be starting or would it be Joe Haig? Because you know Joe Haig. You got film on him. Uh, And BA said that they'd kind of evaluate that. But if Tristan isn't ready, that they're going to start Joe. Which surprised me.
0: Why did that surprise
1: you? I don't. I mean, I don't hate the decision. Actually, it makes a lot of sense, and I think it's smart. But you draft somebody that high, yeah, and you're not going to start on week one. I get it's a weird year. Well, yeah. So right. it makes yeah, sense. Gotten... Like if he's not going to uh, have a preseason, it makes sense. Right. So right tackle week one up in the air.
0: Question mark.
1: Question mark. Oh, <laughs> I like this one. I don't know who the reporter was. I didn't recognize her. But she asked which position group were poised to see the most growth in from last season. And B.A. answered that we would be at least as good at the quarterback position <laughs> and probably a little less of the negatives.
0: <laughs> which
1: I thought was kind.
0: Uh, yes, that's uh, that's being very... Uh, generous. Uh, yes, very generous.
1: Uh, he also said in the tight end room... What? What You got a Gronk.
0: Man. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting to see how they do that because as all Buccaneer fans know last year, we had three great tight ends on our starting roster last year, and we just didn't use them effectively.
1: That, I think, is the one criticism I have of the coaching staff.
0: That and the running game.
1: Yeah. If they just don't.
0: Yeah. The running game is just not a priority for them. It's kind of an afterthought. Uh, it's always kind of been that way with BAs so much into the passing game.
1: And I think it's going to happen again this year. But like I've said,
0: since we got Tom Brady, it doesn't really matter. We don't even need a running back, I don't think. We should just no. go out there and just throw every down.
1: Well, Brady likes to check down at the running back. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, our running backs are effectively going to be sixth receivers.
1: Right. <laughs> Which I don't hate that either. Uh, Jenna Lane asked if Tom Brady, or she said that B.A. had previously said Tom Brady would not be exempt from getting cussed out. So she asked if that had happened yet. And
0: <laughs> did she have a tear in her eye when she said that? Was she like, did you cuss out Tom Brady?
1: Listen to me. And, you know, we do give Jenna a really hard time, but yeah. uh, she has not asked a single question about the. Rest of the team. It's all about from, what with her. from what I've seen. From what I've seen, and granted, I'm not watching as much <laughs> as I was, but uh,
0: <laughs> well, you pointed out to me that when she had an interview, there was a Zoom interview with the media and Tom Brady last week, and she was all decked out. I mean, she was made up and all this, and then she had an interview with Bruce Arians. Was it the next day? Yeah, it was a
1: press conference <laughs> it was with
0: him. A press conference on Zoom, and. It didn't even look like she took a shower. <laughs> I mean, it was just she showed up, and it was it looked like she had just got finished a workout and everything. And, and Molly just found that hilarious. She was like, "Oh look, when she's talking to Tom Brady, it's all."
1: To be like fair, a- she may have been going on TV after the Tom Brady yeah, thing. Yeah. That that would be my guess. But it's just funny the appearance. It's funny. Uh, she definitely
0: does give the, the impression that she's kind of swooning over Tom Brady. A little bit. A little bit.
1: Uh, Anyway, so back to the question. Uh, And for this interview, she was also made up. So maybe that other one wasn't the anomaly. Anyway, uh, she asked if Tom had been cussed out yet at practice. MBA said that he had been because he was throwing the ball during walkthroughs and (laughs) they don't throw the ball during already walk through so, Tom Brady
0: can't stop throwing the ball. Uh, I buddy. guess,
1: and uh, B.A. said it, it was kind of a light one, a light cursing out, <laughs> but he still got it.
0: Yeah, he does. You know, uh, Greg Allman had an interesting stat, which he normally does find these interesting stats. Uh, if Tom Brady throws 23 touchdowns this year, which that's almost a given that he's going to throw at least that many he will have more touchdowns okay. as a 43-year-old quarterback than all 43-plus-year-old quarterbacks in the history of the NFL combined.
1: How how many 43-year-old quarterbacks were in the NFL?
0: Not a whole lot. <laughs> but uh, George Blanda had 12. Vinny Testaverde had six. Steve DeBerg had three. Warren Moon had one. There's been none in the last decade. That's crazy. Yeah. So – that's like uh, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. So if Tom Brady gets 23, he he just breaks records, man. You know he's going to break it.
1: At least one.
0: At least one.
1: B.A. said that Mike Edwards had the Rona in the off-season. I guess. So that kind of set yeah. him back. Mike Edwards, safety. Really? He was a rookie line. Long- I know. Didn't I hadn't he- Yeah, I hadn't heard about that one.
0: Well, you know, I, I was looking into the Rona stuff, and we had, uh, Keyshawn went on,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, just about our whole running back group, which is funny because all the pictures in the on them with practice, they're like the only ones wearing masks. Um, so it's very strange how that happened, but... Uh,
1: well, you know, the, the COVID list is if you've come into contact with somebody or if you haven't. It. It's not. Right, right. yeah. So it's like ma- maybe they came into contact with somebody and it freaked them out. Yeah. So then they were wearing masks all the or time. Or
0: one person in the group put tested positive so they all went into yeah, quarantine. Yeah, maybe.
1: But, you know, there's a lot of false positives
0: going on with this stuff. Mm-hmm. I did some research on it, the COVID testing, and it's about 3% positive. Okay. False positives. 3% false positives. Hmm. And this happened to Stafford, the quarterback for Detroit Lions.
1: Oh, yeah. And his wife got pissed.
0: Because, you know, he tested positive, and then all kinds of fallout happened.
1: Like, they immediately put you on the list. Yeah. So everybody knows that you haven't. Right. And then he gets retested.
0: And they Three ha- times.
1: And they haven't taken him off the list yet.
0: Right. But she
1: already knows that they don't have it.
0: Right. And she's getting all this negative response from people. Like when she went out to the grocery store and stuff like that, people, you know, they're like, what are you doing? Like
1: she knew that she didn't have it, that Matt didn't have it. And so she resumed her life.
0: Yeah. She was pissed. She was angry.
1: Yeah. She said their kids got all kinds of grief and she got, and you know, she's in a high risk category anyway, because she had a brain tumor. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, she had like brain surgery on this tumor. Hmm. So she's in a super high-risk category anyway.
0: Yeah, so anyhow, you've got a 3% false positive rate with these COVID tests, approximately. And less than 3% of the NFL has tested positive for the, the COVID. I mean, it's just really strange to me what's going It's just, I don't know, things just don't make sense. I mean, there's, it's actually less than 1% of... NFL players have tested positive.
1: I'm surprised with everybody getting together and starting to practice and all that, that we haven't had any outbreaks yet.
0: What? Oh, you mean outbreaks in the... Yeah, in the league. Like, we haven't
1: had a team. That's just (laughs) been... I
0: wouldn't be surprised if they covered it up, too. I don't know. I don't know. There's There's a lot of money being... Yeah. You know, put on the line here. Yeah, but the NFL has conducted over 109,000 tests of players, coaches, and staff. Wow. And only 0.46% have tested positive.
1: That's crazy. And I wonder crazy. if that includes the media, too, because they're testing media members.
0: I don't know, probably. I mean, the NFL. Tests, that's a lot of tests. Yeah,
1: the NFL is doing, doing those tests. But if they're testing people every day.
0: Yeah, it, it adds up pretty quick. Yeah. Cowboys Jerry Jones plans on uh just having full season he's like he's not restricting well not right now he's play. <laughs> he plans to play all their home games with fans this season he's he's just like eh.
1: are they limiting capacity though I
0: don't think he is they, no, well he those seats are
1: so giant anyway right. those luxury like movie it's theater Texas. seats, all the seats are six I know apart. is that never no, mind I'm gonna say uh BA was talking about Tyler Johnson, that wide receiver that we drafted. Okay. He's been injured the whole time. Like he hasn't it's some kind of soft tissue injury. Really? Yeah. So he hasn't practiced at all. So Tyler, you might be on the bubble, buddy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's especially in that wide receiver room, man. You better
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Let nothing get in your way. Uh the NFL is banning all Yeah, hey, I'm
1: not done with the press conference. Oh. I know. I told you there was a lot to it.
0: Man, it's a lot.
1: Uh the offense is going to line up with the defense tomorrow against the defense.
0: This will be the first time Brady's played against our defense.
1: Yeah. So we'll see who picks him off first. I'm curious. You we'll want to put the, you want to do a wager?
0: Yeah, let's do that.
1: Okay, who do you think?
0: Um uh, uh I'm going to go with my boy
1: Jamal Dean. Jamal Dean. I knew you were going to pick him. I will pick Sean Murphy Bunting. Right. What are we? What are we betting? Dinner. Is it appropriate? <laughs>
0: not that type of dinner. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll bet you dinner.
1: All right, I'll treat you to Taco Bell if you. <laughs> uh. Okay, and then okay, this is the last one. Oh, found... what if
0: nobody picks him off?
1: Somebody's gonna pick him off. It might not be tomorrow, but it'll be eventually. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Gotcha. Eventually. Eventually.
1: First person to pick him off. Gotcha. Okay, this one, Arian said that Scotty Miller is a feisty blocker. Huh. Which I'm like, mm, I don't know about. I mean, last season, he did not like contact. I just don't.
0: We just hit a lot of him, but yeah, what we yeah, did see, it wasn't a lot of It was of like he
1: was scared to get hit. Yeah. I mean, that would be great, like,
0: though. Yeah, if he's, if he's like a little Edelman. Right. Would be awesome.
1: Maybe Tom Brady just brings that yeah, out of him.
0: man. He's just, he's vicious out there. <laughs> he's a good blocker. Mean. Too. Yeah. He just likes contact. Are, are you finished with the press conference yet?
1: Oh, this is the last thing. Give <clears> me <throat> Uh, BA said that teams might be able to pump in crowd noise.
0: Yeah, uh, that would make Isn't sense. Isn't that
1: crazy? That's Ooh. crazy to me. What? Well, I don't know. What's well,
0: better than that than Fox is doing like the virtual Oh, uh, That's so
1: creepy. Actually, you know, I saw and a then... clip
0: of it. It looked pretty good to me. Really? Yeah, I couldn't tell the difference, right? Really. Huh.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't like like the cardboard cutouts. No, that's, that's silly. weird to me. Yeah, it is silly.
0: Especially who pays for them? I mean, that's what they're doing with a lot of these stadiums. Is like you know, pay forty five bucks, you can get a cardboard cutout of yourself. And of yourself? Seat. Yeah. Uh. Yeah.
1: It's cheaper than traveling to the game, though. But you're not there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is cheaper, but absolutely none of the benefits.
1: Uh, Jameis1of1 commented on a Saints article, and he said they should be able to pump in noise that's, like, proportionate to the crowd noise in a regular season. So, like, if you don't have a lot of fans in there, you don't get to pump in as much crowd noise. Uh, I don't
0: know. See that that's going to be if they they're real restrictive on how you know. As a matter of fact, the uh, sound guys have to cut the sound when the offense snaps the ball. You know, because they'll play music and stuff and get crowds all riled up. But as yeah. soon as the offense they have to stop it immediately.
1: BA so. said that there are teams that. Pump in crowd noise during a regular season. Some have been caught and yeah. some have not.
0: Yeah, I think Atlanta Falcons have been caught a couple times.
1: <laughs> Cheaters.
0: Cheaters. 28-3. <laughs> <and three. laughs> <laughs> oh, this going to be so funny. Tom oh Brady gosh. going back and playing. I know. Matt Ryan. I bet
1: Matty Ice has some PTSD. Yeah. Uh, Okay, that's it for the press conference. So you can move along.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> NFL's band live on-field performances of the national anthem. Why? You know why. Oh, come on. Yep. You see, Tom Brady had the Instagram picture of the heat in Tampa Bay. It, it was, I think, 94, and it said, feels like 170. He had that circled. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is. You know, is if so you're hot. not used to it, so hot. You know, we're in Virginia, and the temperature is really similar to Florida, our summer temperatures. For like, three weeks no no yes we get similar and uh but the humidity it's just not even the same thing it's just it's crazy i can't handle it
0: the joe bucks fan and and uh keem spence kind of got into it a little bit uh august 9th joe bucks had put up a article talking about Akeem Spence not wanting to play, but he was basically saying don't play because Akeem Spence was kind of making a big deal about the COVID stuff and NFL. Well, Akeem Spence came back at the Joes on (laughs) Twitter with probably one of the hardest to read tweets I've ever read. You really have to decipher it. I mean, he's definitely not an English major. We'll we'll leave it at that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he brought up Donovan Smith, too, because I guess Akeem and Donovan have been on the same page with the whole COVID stuff. Uh, Thankfully, Donovan did not opt out. I do appreciate that, Donovan, staying there Mm and hanging in for the team. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just found it very funny that Akeem got all pissy with the Joes. And then the Joes had on their podcast some stories about Akeem Spence.
1: yeah. They were talking about in a hotel at a an away game. Uh one of the Joes saw Akeem leave the hotel and come back with like a trick or treat bag size full of candy. <laughs> and uh it was like so much candy. He had never seen a grown man with that much candy. That was it. That it was, was the story.
0: Yeah,
1: that's funny though. It was, it was a funny story.
0: Yeah. Uh Real quick, I want to touch on the Washington football team, previously known as the Washington Redskins. Uh their running back Darius guys got arrested and they cut him. Uh, this was really shocking to me.
1: What do you get arrested for?
0: Yeah, I want to say domestic uh, domestic violence? Huh. All right, now I gotta look it up. <laughs> Hold
1: on. I can't believe you didn't have that already in your notes.
0: Well, it wasn't a part of the story. Okay. All right. Is it, uh, this was going to be a real quick blurb, actually. Oh, that's
1: the one. This one was crazy. I think guys put out a, an Instagram post that said that him and Jay Gruden, when Jay was there, were having an affair with the same woman in the front office?
0: I don't think that was Geist. It might have been.
1: I think it was. And then I think Guys told Jay Gruden's son. It was a mess. It sounded like a lot of drama. But, like, I can't. I understood at that moment why that team was such a cluster. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh well the reason why I brought it up, Darius Geis was cut immediately. It was domestic violence. Domestic okay. violence related incident.
1: Okay.
0: So they, they cut him immediately. Uh he was excused from all team activities. Whew. Uh, I wanted to bring that up though because he was you know, we're in Resident right. Country and I had never heard of the guy before, but I uh, had we we play fantasy football and got some friends that follow college football and they were all about Darius Guys, you know, and all this. And he was drafted, I wanna say, two years ago, and I think he's played like a like fourteen downs for the Redskins or something like that. Wow. Not a whole lot, but it was just injury, injury, injury and now this. And it just goes to show to me, and I found this whole many chance I get, you just can't you never know. I mean college the transition from college to the NFL is such a huge leap. It's totally Different in every aspect mm-hmm. that you can't predict how these guys are going to do. That's why we don't follow college football. We just it's just never worked out for us. So the few times I have followed players, and the the only player I could I'd say, say that, that I followed that, followed that did, did well, well was, was Michael Vick, but he didn't do as hmm. well as I expected him to.
1: Well, and he was local from our area. Right,
0: right. I actually went and watched him play high school football. I and mean, It was a big thing. I mean, he was packed. Everybody watched him play. And then when he went to college, he played for uh, uh, Virginia Tech. We went and watched him play there. It was packed. Yeah, he was, he was super. So, anyhow, that was a confirmation bias story to show <laughs> why we don't <laughs> uh, follow college
1: football. This is going to be such a weird year for college football. Oh, yeah. The way that it. Impacts the NFL because... Yeah, the
0: no, next year is going to be extremely weird. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. First
1: of all, we have the rookies that are coming into the NFL this year not getting an offseason, not getting mm-hmm. preseason. It's going to be really hard to evaluate those kids. It's going to be really hard for them to transition as if it's not already hard enough in a regular year. And then what do you do? You have all these college programs that are canceling completely for the Mm -hmm. season or saying we'll pick back up in the spring. Well, kids are drafted in the spring. Our draft is in the spring. Right. So how can you even postpone it?
0: Yeah. It's going to be so weird.
1: It's going to be a mess. And a a lot of these guys who aren't playing, you know, how good a shape are they going to be in? Right. If they do get drafted next year.
0: And then you got the issue with the revenue. You know, every year the, NFL bases the salary cap on the previous yes. year's revenue stream.
1: We are going to be so screwed next year.
0: Yeah, they're predicting that the salary cap is going to drop by about $50 million next Ugh. year. Yeah, that's going to hurt everybody except for teams like, I don't know, Cleveland, <laughs> Miami, maybe.
1: I wonder if there's a way to restructure it or something, but that has to do with the CBA, right? Yes. Crap.
0: I know to fight them guys again.
1: Yeah, so is there going to be another... Can you do like an addendum to the CBA? They already did. Modification? Right.
0: You know, we had talked about Tom Brady's efficiency, uh, his his accuracy. Uh, uh, Carmen Vitale had put out a tweet the other day saying that B.A. said if the ball is not where Brady wants it, if the receiver is not where he wants him, it, it's a nonstop grind every day. And then... uh uh, what Cameron, does that mean?
1: He makes them keep going? He makes
0: them keep going. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Cameron Braid said if he doesn't feel, if Brady doesn't feel it's exactly where the ball should be placed, if you weren't efficient at the top of your route, you're going to run it again. hmm. Uh, so, They're
1: perfectionists.
0: Yeah. It's starting to come out how much Tom Brady is, in, in, yes, a perfectionist, but uh, his accuracy is very important to him. You know, hitting these guys in the right spot on the run is important to him. It was so so amazing. And I never noticed it as much in watching the games and how Jameis Winston threw mainly to sitting still targets or targets that weren't moving a whole lot. You know, he definitely there was not a lot of, you know, the drag routes, crossing routes, routes across the middle where you're hitting guys in stride. We just didn't have – I mean – I think I counted 14 of those all year. It was really, it was really crazy. You know, it's it's amazing the stuff you find out when you really start looking into these these this game film, I Or when it,
1: you, you know, have like, a different reference point.
0: Yeah, right, because I had never really watched Tom Brady on game film as I have since he's he's come to the Bucks and seeing it, it's just a huge difference. It's just huge in every aspect. You know, pocket presence, their accuracy, and their long ball, you know, uh, the toughness is about the same, but it just uh, the 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 accuracy and the pocket presence is is really really night and day between the two. So that's going to be fun to watch. But it's interesting seeing people coming from training camp saying, "Yeah, this guy, Tom Brady, he doesn't mess around with the ball and not being exactly right."
1: It's interesting. When we watched, uh, there's a YouTuber called the quarterback school yes. and he did, awesome he, like he does really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, best, best out there, he yeah. was a former NFL player, JT O'Sullivan. Yes. And he breaks down quarterbacks and he broke down Colin Kaepernick's that was great tape. Yeah, yeah. This is where great. I learned about how important consistency is for a quarterback. He broke down Colin Kaepernick's film from that workout he put out in a, or uh, in Atlanta. And JT, his analysis was that, you know, Kaepernick isn't going to make it in the NFL because he's too inconsistent. Like, his footwork is inconsistent. And so it's interesting what you brought up with Tom Brady going through these repetitions again and again and again. Because that's what good quarterbacks do. Um, it's all about consistency. Consistency is super yeah. important.
0: Yep, yep. Okay, so uh, touching base back with the hard knocks. Yes, there was one Tuesday.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Yes, and it That is, is the, the first
1: time I think Los- we've missed a, one. I
0: know. It, how did we miss that? How did we not know it was coming? It's just been such a screwy year this year. Screwy year. Um, It's the uh, Los Angeles, what are they, the Chargers now? Rams? The, charge, the Chargers and the Rams, the right? Chargers They're doing the both. Yes,
1: That's what I thought. That's the what Chandlers. I said earlier, but I called the Chargers San Diego. Which I will always do. I'll never not do that. I'm I sorry. I Angeles just Chargers. can't. It's like the Same. Raiders. They're Oakland Raiders. I'm sorry. I just... I can't... I don't like change.
0: I still call them the Baltimore Colts.
1: You hush your mouth. Uh. <laughs> that is... uh um. Okay. Oh, B. A. was named the 2020 champion for equality by Billie Jean King and the Women's Sports Foundation.
0: All right, that'll so, get us the Super Bowl. Coming.
1: He likes to be like a kind of an advocate. For oh yeah.
0: yeah, he's huge on it.
1: Yeah. Uh. And the Saint, we talked about this. The Saints announced a home opener will be played without fans, which is great for us. I know,
0: it's
1: awesome. It's gonna be
0: so weird, man. but it's it is so gonna
1: weird. be sad that all those Saint- Saints fans won't get to see them lose in person <laughs> to Tom Brady <laughs> and ah, the Buccaneers.
0: He, that's hilarious.
1: You know, I was just thinking, we give Jenna a hard time about only talking about Tom Brady, but I'm pretty sure that's all that we've talked about all off season.
0: Yeah, well, I've got a man crush on him. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I don't try to hide it, though.
1: <laughs> the NFLPA put out a tweet that they reached an agreement with the NFL to continue daily testing for COVID through September 5th. They will continue to monitor positivity rates with within each club and relative. Relevant information from each team community to inform our assessment of testing frequency ahead of the regular season hmm.
0: yeah, it looks like we might have a season, man It looks know. like it might have what it's going to be weird I know but it, so, you know it's coming it's coming. I could kind of feel it, I could kind of feel it yeah, me too, and it is so weird it. we We always say this if you've watched this podcast <clears throat> over the years, we always say uh, our, our season starts when a hard knocks shows mm hmm. And we missed it. <laughs> so that's just weird. This is oh, yeah. how weird this season has been this year. Uh, speaking of weird, XFL is back in the news. It's back on the table. Apparently, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, has bought the XFL franchise and plans on starting it back up.
1: That is crazy. Yeah. He's a football guy. Like, did not he play in college? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. you know. And then he did that show yeah. Ballers I, 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 on HBO, where he played a an agent for football players. Yes, and he I want to say a he years. was
0: he he had a walk on opportunity on an NFL team. I, I was it the Dolphins?
1: Because they show in the show Ballers, yeah, they, they show, show his film. Yeah. Uh, in the intro.
0: Okay. Well, we'll have to do a fact check and follow up on that one. Unless you want to put Google on it right now. The Google. But that's awesome. I, you know, I like the XFL. I, I, I thought it was doing really well. Did you really watch well. it? I didn't watch it. But it was doing really well. And then the COVID stuff hit. It was just bad luck for them. Yeah. And I loved it when they were around back in, God, when was that? 2000s, 2000, 2003, something like that. Early 2000s. He hate me. <laughs> that was, everybody knew that. Everybody had that phrase. He hate me. It was fun. It was fun. And they did a lot of innovative stuff this year. One of the things was the uh, Skybox refs and the having people, the broadcast, have the audio of the referees talking to each other. I thought that was awesome. So, that, you know, it helps the fans understand how they come to these conclusions. Yeah, what they're and, looking at. Yeah, and it even helps with the rules. Because if you unless you've been watching the NFL for 20 years, it's a confusing game. It's extremely confusing. All these rules they've got, especially now, it's hard to follow. Somebody who's just getting into the NFL, it's kind of difficult. So stuff like that helps increase the fan base, if you ask me. And you know us. We're all about increasing the fan base, especially for the Buccaneers. What up?
1: Okay. Uh, Dwayne Johnson was a college football player.
0: Played for the Badgers?
1: University of Miami.
0: (laughs) I was way off there. (laughs)
1: Who, do the, who are the Badgers? I don't even I don't know. Is this a real team?
0: <laughs> if it's not, it should be. The Honey <laughs> Badgers. No. They, there's got to be a college football team. I th- I think the there Honey is. Badgers no. The
1: I think the Badgers. I don't know. If there isn't. They need
0: to get one. Okay. Honey Badgers are awesome.
1: <laughs> uh, he's a college football player for the University of Miami. And they won a national championship in 1991. I was three. Uh, and then he entered the 1995 NFL draft, but went undrafted. And so he signed in the CFL for ah. the Calgary Stampeders, okay. but was cut from the team in the middle of his first season. And then he went into wrestling.
0: Which it's funny, his parents were wrestlers, so you'd think he would have went into wrestling right, first. Right. So obviously I done don't know, like well.
1: exhaust your options, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't just Dwayne Johnson. I mean, he didn't buy it outright. It was, it was $15 million. Yeah, he's one of the... Which, which shocked the mess out of me that it was only $15 million. I was like... <sighs> I we should have, I, I it, know. Sold one of our summer homes... <laughs> Uh, it, But it was a group, a group of people, but it included Dwayne Johnson, which you get the impression with Dwayne Johnson that, you know, pretty much anything he does, he's going to just go at it. Yeah. You know, as hard as he can. Yeah. I mean, he, he's got a lot of failures, especially some of his movies, but he's got a lot of great stuff and he's just constantly doing stuff. He just seems like the type of person that's always involved in stuff and always going at it. 110%. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it in the that's football world. Right. 110%. <laughs> you don't care about math around here. <laughs> it's about passion.
1: Forget your math. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> oh, so per Greg Allman, the NFL Referees Association announced that it negotiated terms for the season. And uh, okay, this is an old tweet. Yeah. So oh, I think Lord. that they, I know. Yeah, that's way awesome. I think they've already had the deadline to opt out, yeah. <laughs> but they will get a thirty thousand dollar payment if they choose, and they also get to return in twenty twenty one if they defer. That's all I got. You got anything else?
0: Nope. That's gonna do it for us. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, the best way to do it is probably what? Comment, YouTube's uh, Molly does all the social media stuff so mm-hmm. if you get a comment reply it's usually from her if you get one from me that means we're probably going to be fighting <laughs> because that's about all i do
1: keyboard warrior i'm a keyboard warrior 100 <laughs>
0: percent man that's why she does the social media <laughs> uh you can reach us at uh, on twitter our handle is at bucks underscore observer and we don't forget to check out our website, BuccaneersObserver.com. Not a whole lot going on there, and we haven't done a whole lot there for eesh, really since we switched this podcast over to the new host. So it's been almost a year, maybe. But yeah, there's stuff there. You can check, check
1: out. out our older stuff.
0: Yeah. So that's gonna do it for us. Till next time.
1: Go Bucks.